What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Another episode of Clickbait. We are so happy to be here. Like usual, we got Bachelor Nation Breakdown. Now, not too much is going on in Bachelor Nation, but we did have a two-part episode for The Bachelorette this week, so we're going to break that down. I'm very excited to talk about the episode. Clickbait of the week, and then our very special guest, one of Rachel's guys, top three, Avon is here. Can't wait to talk to him, find out what went down in the fantasy suites. If they got it on, (laughs) we'll figure that out. Um, All right. What's up, everyone? Or what's up, Tia and Natasha? (laughs) Everyone or us? What's up, uh, you guys? No, okay. Do you think Mm. Avon will tell us? Mm, We got to see if he is he a Mm. kiss and teller? Uh, Or a hump and teller? (laughs) I'll see it. You think they humped? I think so. But. I think they humped. All clothes yeah. on. All I think clothes they humped. I think so. Humpty Dumpty. He's going to come <laughs> on and be like, hello, Humpty Dumpty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anything uh, yeah. before we get into this, um, does anybody want to talk about anything excited that happened to them in the past few days? Okay, um, look. I <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. We are all boring. I'm packing no. up my house. That's about it. But that's Packing up the house. So you found the other house and we're moving. Moving. Yeah. Moving on up to the east side. We're moving, honey. <laughs> okay, I love it's that. A, it's an adventure for sure. Six months pregnant, but we're doing it. Yeah. Yes. Um, you Remind everyone, you can't lift a thing. <laughs> remind oh, everyone. I know. <laughs> I put like my belly band on. So they're like, hmm, what is that? I'm like, yeah, you see that? That's a kid. I ain't doing shit. I will label all these boxes. I'm doing nothing else. Are you are yes. you um, happy with the decision to be pregnant, plan, start planning a wedding, and move all at the same time, all at once? Or well, would you prefer I wouldn't. To be doing it? I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't <laughs> choose to do it again. I'll tell you that. Look, I have a heating pad right now. Oh, on your back. <laughs> on my back. Oh, Lord. yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend. Um, doing it all at once but mm-hmm. yeah but don't it's you getting... I almost feel like I would like to do it all at once to just get it all over with no? No, yeah don't. I mean the wedding isn't until next year so that kind of gets put on the back burner but the pregnant yeah. and the moving not a great combo no Mm-mm. but we're excited once we get in the house that's at least one thing knocked off the list of things that we have to do and then we can just prep for baby for baby right. time exactly um also so uh well for me i had a blast from the past this weekend oh, yeah yeah a guy that i did a really long time ago like a super long time ago like when i first moved to new york we saw each other and um at a place and it was nice to see him you bumped into each other or we you bumped into each other no oh. it was did you a- hump <laughs> <laughs> I-, I am a lady who does not kiss and tell. <laughs> oh wow! So I think things actually went down. Um. Oh, if y'all could Hamptons? see her eyes right now. Yeah. Uh. No. Honestly, truly, we don't kiss and tell. But it was nice to see him. Anyways. Um. The other thing I was gonna say. There was something else I was gonna tell you guys. Oh God. Oh well. Fashion week is coming up. Wow. That's gonna be wild. Um, fashion. Pre- Yep, can't wait for that. Lots lots is happening. There was something else I was going to tell you guys, though, about the weekend. Damn. Oh, I got to see Lauren Hill. What? What? That's cool. She performed this weekend, and it was very cool. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> I was in a suite with um, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, she's a Bachelor fan, actually. And 
Ben Simmons was also in my uh, in my suite. In a suite yeah. for what? Sports? Uh, the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open. The US oh, Open. that's fine. It was fun a lot fact, of fun. Fun fact. Fun fact. I worked on a movie with Amanda Seyfried. Uh, nice. This is where I leave you. She was very sweet. She was very nice. Um, so I got to meet her, and she's a very nice lady. Yes. Did you get Coco, to see Serena Coco, play? No, Coco Goff. Oh. She. I was. I was rooting for her. I bet on her, and she lost. But let's get into we, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said there's not a whole lot going on, but one of these stories actually is very interesting. But first story, Bachelor Nation breakdown. The second one. Oh, okay. Really? I didn't find That's that it. one interesting at all. Oh, it's so bizarre. <laughs> It's really? just weird um, how it happened, but we'll get to it. Okay. But first one, uh, Claire Crawley goes Insta official with her new man. Mm-hmm. And someone, mm-hmm. uh, they look, Claire. I know they look really cute together. And someone mm-hmm. commented, "A year later, and you still look so cute, or you're still so cute." And I thought she was with Taddy Daddy in the last year, within the last year. Remember when she they posted together on Instagram? Was that a year ago, or was that? I don't think so. I think it was within this year because we talked about it on this podcast mm. and I started. So I, okay. So year. I love me some Claire. Uh, we're not, I mean, like we're like, we talk here and there. I don't know her to be like, girl. So what was going on? I don't know her enough like that, but I will say, I hope she was talking to both of them. Cause she not married. She wasn't official <laughs> with either of them. You True. know what I mean? So I hope she was like, uh, what I'm single. I'm a single lady. Yes. Who wants to take me out? <laughs> so I oh, hope good. that was the vibe. I really uh, do. Some people were figuring out who it was, too. Joe, did you know who that was? Didn't it say he was an announcer or something? What did it say? I have no idea. I Mas- I, mascot Sports? Oh, that's not. I thought I was thinking it was like ESPN's. He's I a mascot? Did. Is he a mascot? No, it says. Oh. That's what I thought also. <laughs> mascot Sports CEO, Ryan Dawkins. I don't know. So here's I my just, thing. It's he, an assumption. What did he do? He he's basically saying like uh they recorded a little clip of him singing um a Chris Brown song. Is that what that's that's what it is, right? I don't remember what the song was, but it <laughs> might it was a little cringy. <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't know. I mean, yeah, we don't know much, but she's dating, so good for her. Okay, I, wait, yeah. Crawley spent time with Taddy Daddy, Blake Monar, and his family in January. Tia, you're you're having a kid. You're moving. <laughs> you got so much. Could you l- just stop with Taddy Daddy already, okay? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, oh, Nobody knows his real name. <laughs> can he be? Listen, can he? Can he just be Taddy and and, and release yeah. the daddy? Oh wow! Can you lose your? Could you lose if you're he's a, a daddy, daddy? Can you lose it? He, no, but he's not a daddy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not. Well, Taylor, look, Taylor gonna get on his podcast and be like, "No, I'm the daddy." I know Taylor probably has his ear to the door right now. Like, what is this bitch saying? Oh, oh! I do want to say that before we move on to the next one, um, Tia, you're in, you and Taylor's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mercedes Benz mm-hmm. photos ad that was that was cool. I like Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Hot. Taylor Taylor Look shot good. all that. Oh yeah. He's mm-hmm. good. Wow, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. good. He's really mm. good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got it. All right. Moving on. This is yeah. okay. Congrats to Claire. We're we always <laughs> nice. love when yeah. people end up, yeah, in a happy relationship. Yeah. 
I'm we happy hope for her. Well. I think she deserves all the happiness. And um, it looks like this guy is like very like like manly too. Yeah, they seem like a good match. He's cute. You guys are both just fucking making shit up. As Silver foxy vibes. No, he does. He does. And I think she's a type of woman who needs to be with a manly man. That's just okay. what I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next next up on the list. This is just, I don't know, the world works in very strange ways. Hannah Brown attended her brother's wedding. Hannah Brown's brother married Jed Wyatt's ex-girlfriend. You don't yeah. think that's bizarre? And like, I, well, well, it's a, I'm not not that I I wasn't interested by this, but that's but we've known this was happening the well, wedding. But I, when I first heard it, like a couple years ago, I was like, okay, that's that's kind of weird. But I don't know. I mean, whatever. Like, like well, yeah, like, we obviously knew they were going to get married, but it's like yeah. I forgot about this happening, and then it picked mm-hmm. back up again because they got married. I yeah. just wanted. I don't know how they met. Did they bond over this experience? I don't know. I don't know who slid into whose DMs, but I'm assuming it was probably <laughs> like, uh, you know, like you see what's going down here, but I'm no longer into Jed, but I would like to talk to you. And then he was probably like, oh, for sure. You think it started as like a spite <laughs> thing? <laughs> uh, you're getting they're getting I married i don't know if it's a spite thing i mean that's well, a lot first. of spite, at that's well, spite yeah i mean even spite not now. Turn, you know if, spite if it was initiated if it was well i would assume there's movies only, like this all the time where people just like completely switch a roo you know yeah this is but this isn't know. like a. this is like Maybe it's giving, Hallmark, maybe Home or Lifetime. This is more honestly, like Lifetime, but like it's a gi- Christmas movie, like a Lifetime. It's giving Christmas. Logan. It's giving <laughs> Bachelorette. It's giving I don't know what I want. It's oh giving, no, you know what I this don't want to be with you. I want to be with him. It's giving, it's giving Logan. Fucking <laughs> dead. This is daytime. This is daytime soap opera. That's what this is. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. But real life, I mean. Yeah. More well, power to them, and they someone's can all gonna, move someone's forward. gonna, someone's gonna die and then come back to life, right? Daytime soap opera, <laughs> <laughs> always. always like in the hospital, full body cast, and then the next day, killing somebody. I yeah. thought you would tend. Maybe she, maybe she thought that Jed, that Jed died, and then she was like, "I'm gonna get with the brother," and then Jed's gonna show up one day, and she'll be like, "I thought you were." <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised after after <laughs> after my Maybelline commercial. I'm surprised I never got any like soap opera offers or anything. You want to be a secret? You want to be a secret twin brother to somebody? Yeah. And then Joe walks in, and then and then it goes. These are the days of our lives. <laughs> Love that. Love that All right. Should we break down this I episode? Will, I will. Yeah, say. it's a lot. I will say another fun fact for you guys. Very weird things about me. Jason happens to be one of my favorite male names because of a soap opera character called Jason Morgan, who I was obsessed with during General Hospital. I used to watch it with my aunt or my my aunt, my grandma in South Africa. She got me hooked to the stories, as we call it, the stories. Oh, that's what my grandma called it too. Gotta watch my, my or program. I gotta watch yeah. my program. 
Yeah, well, exactly. So, Jason, I love that name, but I don't know how much I love it after watching these two episodes. That's my brother's name, too, Jason. Oh, see, I love that. Yeah, it's I a good that. one. Jason Morgan. Yeah, that's a good name. For anyone okay. listening who right. knows who that man is. Mm. All right, well, we're going to, I mean, obviously, Jason's a big part of these two episodes, so. Mm-hmm, Jason. How do we want to How do we want to do this? I'm just trying. What do you mean? I mean, how are we going to break this down? How are we going to st- How are we going to? We're going to start it just like this. I have a question. If you guys are Tino today in present time watching this back, how do you feel? How do you think this man feels? I just want to know. Watching which part back? All of it. These His last hometown? two episodes. These last two episodes. No, just these last two episodes. And him like spiraling and all that. Uh, I feel like it was him and Eric. I feel like there was one on on both sides. I'm trying to remember. I've watched both of these episodes back to back i'm trying to remember which what happened first all right let's yeah let's let's Can we go like this. over the let's, order let, yeah let's let's organize this okay so <laughs> eric we have episode monday um tuesday it's overnights yeah. let's start with i believe eric is the first overnight right yep so eric's gabby. first overnight with gabby um pretty solid yeah Looks felt like good they about a, it they didn't yeah, want to leave each other they're very much in love they had a great time they do overnights i'm sure that went really well everything's smooth great and then we have um, i believe avon mm-hmm. avon with rachel another unproblematic situation they're very into each other they do overnights everything looks to be a-okay okay yeah great then we have johnny johnny and Gabby. Now Johnny, and shit went awry around yeah. Johnny. So Johnny was clearly like, I'm not ready to get engaged. Um, I really like you. I just, I'm not there. I, Gabby seems to have, see, was very understanding, I think, that Johnny was a little younger throughout the season. Um she I felt, think she I, was bummed, but she wasn't, like, emotional and, like, yeah. devastated. I, I think she knew it was coming with Johnny. I think she knew. I think she also knew that she didn't want to be with Johnny. Right. That's why yeah. she was able to Yeah. Let I think she go. really liked him. I think she was attracted to him. I think she really liked him. But I think it was more of, like... In this you, environment, it was hard to see them thriving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in that environment, though, I felt like Johnny was, like, fun for her. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, Is this okay. when... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was well, I was, I was moving on from <laughs> Johnny. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was just going to say that I think that their personality type, um, they prob- in real life, they probably would have dated and had a... A, a really cute relationship, but they get married. I don't know, but yeah, uh, because they have very similar personality types. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. So next, Johnny leaves, and we already know. Everybody knows the spoilers out. Johnny's in paradise. Okay, done, done with that. Now we have, <laughs> um, let's go. Tino. Uh, yeah. Well, we might as well just go Tino. So Tino 
says he loves her. Rachel obviously was upset about the whole parent thing. Yada yada yada. We've heard about he, that. And I feel like he genuinely seemed surprised that his dad was kind of an ass. Yeah. Yeah, but um, he might have been surprised. I, I honestly, I kind of feel bad for Tino in that situation because you have no control over how your parents are going to handle this situation. Yeah, right. So for that to be brought up, you know, during every conversation, I, and I also get where Rachel's coming from, but like at the end of the day, like it's it's about them, not his parents. Um, right. And I will say, I'm sorry, but men are like this, I think, a little more than women. And you guys can, um, I'm definitely generalizing. I'm putting that out there right now. But if you're a guy and the family don't like the girl, the guy, I feel like, always wants to be with the girl more. Right? Um, I don't know. If anything, I think that's the other way around. Mm -hmm. You think the women do that? Like, oh, the girl, I I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's, I don't know. That's uh, that's what I see. But also, all parents love me, so it's fine. <laughs> I okay. don't have these problems. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> they're, they're both. Um, that was the only guy Rachel said she was in love with. Um, she said she was falling in love with Avon, but she said she was in love with Tino. And she um, said, I love you. And she's been very upset about how Clayton played her all season. Um but I think that's very. Now I we think, see what she does does with Zach. So I feel like the episode two made it a point to show that Gabby was saying she was being more reserved with her words because she only wanted to say it to one person, and then we yeah. immediately see Rachel say it to two different people: either "I love you" or "I'm falling in love with you." You know, yeah. something with the L word. Yeah, it was a I very got, stark contrast there. I have to give Rachel. A little a little leeway here because truly I think what made her situation so much harder with Clayton was like everyone knew it that he said it to all these people and he was so convincing to keep people like Gabby and blah 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 during his it's like it it just the we've seen this happen before where leads have told more than one person that they love them and like that doesn't and it seemed genuine it just didn't seem fully genuine I think from her and Gabby's perspective with Susie, knowing that he kind of wanted to be with her. Does, does that make sense? And I still feel like she could totally be in love with Avon and totally be in love with Tino. And you know what I mean? And it, and it from a more genuine standpoint than like, hey, I'm going to tell you both. I'm going to break up with you both. I'm going to, you know what I Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. But my point more is like, why at this point of of your journey on the show are you even bringing up Clayton like whatever like yeah I, I we, 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 yeah we should have we should have not yeah whatever anyways okay so whatever Tino Rachel they're in love and then we have <laughs> Gabby and Jason and this is this one was really weird um so weird Jason has been more reserved the whole time on the show seems like a very logical guy I you know so for anybody to think like I could go on a show and potentially get engaged for a logical person, get engaged in two months, that just seems absolutely crazy to me, which very understandable. A lot of people don't don't can't grasp that concept until you actually do it. So he ends up leaving. Seems like he just can't get on board um, when him and Gabby went into the fantasy suites. Uh, seems like he said um i'm no I, i'm not in love with you and i can't do this okay 
I, I get where Jason's coming from, but at the same time, like you had to have done a little bit of research on this show and know that mm. if you do make it near the end, this is is the goal of the show. Do you think people don't think they'll make it that far? And so they uh, don't even consider it un- unless you're Tino. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I feel like. Even if you don't think you're going to make it, you still have to have somewhat of a plan if you do. Like, I don't, but yeah. also, I don't think a lot of people, I mean, it's, mm, I don't think a lot of people think that they're going to make it. Yes, I do think that. But also I think. So then why go on the show though? Right. The plan has, like, it, listen, I said this a million times. I did not watch the show before I was on, but I know that it ends in an engagement. You're going on this show to potentially find your forever partner, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're, there is a chance that you will get engaged from these shows if you connect with the person. I did know that. And so that's more of a question of like, are you ready for this? And that's, you know, we hear you're not ready for this, you're not ready for blah, 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 all that other stuff. But you can't go on this show. The show's been on for 20 years and not know that there's an engagement that will happen that part they have to know that i can have a little bit of sympathy whatever i never made the fantasy suites so i don't really know about that part same i can see where they would feel a little jealousy thinking about their potential partner being with other two partners you know like i can well and, and that's to be expected too like you know that there's a possibility for that happening but i can see where you're like mentally preparing for it and then your emotions get involved and you're like oh shit i really don't want them to sleep with anyone else but if they're going to you know it is what it is but the engagement is like the automatic thing yeah i feel like the emotions kind of come in later with the fantasy suite thing because you know it's going to happen but then your emotions get involved blah blah blah. as long as they're not like slut shaming anybody or straight up being like i'm not going to be with you if you're and physical even, with anyone else. And even if you're like, you know, going into it, like at this point in my life, I would marry someone. And then you go on the show and you don't know if you want to fully marry this particular person because of the time frame that you've had and the time that you've had with this person. You still should be prepared to have a conversation about marriage and engagement and blah, blah, blah. If you know that this thing is about to end and like mm-hmm. have a constructive cut, like what that looks like. Yeah. I, I don't I don't fault Jason for not like falling in love. Like if he didn't love her, he didn't love her. It just seemed to me like he never even tried to turn off the logical part of his brain. Yeah. You know, like he didn't give into it at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Like him what coming, coming on a reality show and being like, I'm just a realist. And I'm not saying that this isn't real, but. Honestly, Jason's just a guy that should probably should not have went on the show. But he did it. Um, but there's two more. Yeah. Um, we have two more. We have. OK, so Eric, we'll, we'll just breeze past the Eric. Eric comes back. He's just feeling insecure. She's going to go into the fantasy suites. She gets a little upset. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you can't blame Eric there. Anybody would feel insecure about the person that you love potentially going to spend a romantic evening with somebody else. That's just, you can't really fight that. You have to be okay with it because it's a show you went on and Mm -hmm. that's what happens at the end, but you could still feel shitty about it. And the things Gabby and Eric were saying about each other 
after, the morning after, I was listening very closely. <laughs> and I was like, oh, ah. She showed me, he said something like, I, she, she showed me parts of her, something like that he'd never seen. Something great. I was like, oh my oh, Lord. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. I yeah, said, probably, Gabby yeah. was in the fantasy suite like, yeah, <laughs> let go. Yeah, they were doing a lot more in the fantasy suites than what, obviously, we have to say. And Rachel, what they were doing, uh, uh, which, yes. oh, that I mean, morning, it really, like, uh, watching it, watching it, it truly seems like Rachel played Zach. I mean, it was just like she from, just from was over see. it. Yeah, and it was, but why that's so strange is because before her time with Zach, she said, like, he is... Zach is 100% ready. I could tell Zach is ready to get down on one knee. And then clearly what she tells Zach in the fantasy suites is you're, you're too, young. too young. You're not ready. Which, and they're like two months apart, <laughs> which is also insane. Um, so I don't know. To me, watching it, it seems like Rachel really made up her mind about Tino and just kind of leaned into everything else, um, which, yeah. you know, it's, it's, that's, it's hard to root for. When someone does that. And then um, the very end of the second episode was Zach wanting to pull Rachel to talk right before she handed out roses, right? Yeah. Okay. But it didn't yeah. show their conversation. Did mm -hmm. not show their conversation. Even her body language then was just like, yeah, can I help you? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, it was it was like watching that, um, the, the, um, the morning scene with those two, it was like, this is extremely awkward. Oh, they're drinking their coffee awkwardly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very bizarre. It the way he was like... looking at her, too. He was just like, what the hell happened, man? Well, I yeah. really can't wait to talk to Avon about all of this, um, about his time and everything that happened with him. Because I've he has been, I've liked him the, from the beginning for her. Uh, but also, I think Zach... You know, it kind of feeds into the clickbait of the week this week yeah. because we're talking about assholes versus nice guys. And Zach has just been the nicest guy from the from the way beginning. He always says the most perfect things. He's always complimenting her and just he just seems so ready. And maybe this is why things didn't work out because he's just the nice guy. So um, can we get into the clickbait, guys? Yeah, let's yes, do it. I want, I want to know what y'all think about this. Uh, so they're talking about <laughs> the pros and cons of dating an asshole. Um, and why women are attracted to that and not and why like the, the, the nice guy finish last thing is what, you know, what happens. I think um, there's something that I highlighted here. And hold on one second. Uh one something that they said in the article was um oh how the asshole basically you have all these highs and lows with the asshole but how we should look for men who gets our blood racing not boiling over i loved yeah. that i loved i loved that little tidbit that was really good and i think but that does a nice guy does a nice guy get your blood racing or he does should. he just get it does he get it walking slowly <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's you know if they're i don't know sometimes sometimes i especially in a situation like this like the bachelor or any of these shows mm -hmm. if there's different options and one is like the safe option people i feel like people run from that 
Yeah. Well, you're like, you oh, that's too and so and so I and would, Natasha. Yeah. I know both of you, and I know the overly nice guy. If if either of you were the Bachelorette, it, the the guy that was so sweet and so nice, neither of you would pick wouldn't that be guy. as interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you hear this? He's not wrong. <laughs> he, he knows I'm not wrong. Both I know. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. I will say this. This is yes. And in the past, I have yes, but. You have to be exciting. You can't be boring. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes people associate nice with boring, but mm, like you can mm. be adventurous and fun. Like I think Johnny was a great, nice guy, but he was like fun, you know? And I think that's why Gabby really liked him because he was also fun and like spontaneous. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? So you yeah. you can be that or you can be just like very, like very uh, straightforward you know, I like you. I want to be with you. I'm ready. I'm this. I'm that. Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? And like, not a goofball. Maybe. Maybe if Zach was a little more goofy, Rachel would have liked him more. I don't know. But his person is out there. Yes, he is. You stay ready, uh, Zach. So this clickbait. <laughs> they talk about um, how why someone is a why we are attracted to sorry i was just reading this thing in here uh why we are attracted to to, to true assholes and i think for a lot of women it's hard to have this you know drink this cup of truth tea but we are attracted to assholes because we're truly actually not ready for something so specific and so serious and we say oh it's men it's men and i was dating this guy and he sucked and i dated this guy and he was a jerk and i dated this guy but why it takes two why are you engaging with someone who is also wasting your time because that is what essentially these assholes do they waste our time and um they're not ready and we know they're not ready but we hope we can change them or whatever the case is so my question to Joe and to you, Tia. I almost called you Serena because I'm so used to saying Joe and Serena. That's really <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Sorry. No. That's really crazy. Uh, but my question to you guys, when is there a turning point? And when have you seen a turning point for people in your life? Not necessarily you, but like people in your life. They dated so many jerks and then now they're dating a nice guy. Go. Tia, you first. Oh God! Yeah, that's that's like a that's a very intense question that requires a, a thoughtful answer. Which I mean, it's it's not wrong what you said. It's one hundred percent true that you can say that you've dated all these wrong guys, but subconsciously you're probably not ready either. Like I wasn't fully ready to settle down, so I was going after the wrong guys because I knew they wouldn't want to settle down. And then I met someone like Taylor, who is a nice guy, but who is fun and goofy and gives me shit and I was like you know what I'm not gonna push away someone that cares about me so much again like I can't do that you can't just keep pushing you can't want marriage and want babies and want all these things like in your future and then chase idiots and like just push people out that are actually good like it just doesn't work you can't want all these things and not actually try so do you think the want ends up outweighing the 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 blood boiling over feeling right yeah like wanting security instead of just tumultuous yes Yes. yeah it just has to be the right person that you find it with too Mm -hmm. okay so joey i have a separate question for you in your opinion because you have a lot of guy friends 
there are guys at like different points in their life where they're like, yeah, I ain't shit right now. I know I ain't shit right now. I'm dating this girl. I'm dating that girl. I don't really give a shit, whatever. Maybe my job is more important or whatever they have going on is more important than actually building a relationship with someone. When do you see a turning point, if any, with guys when they're like, yeah, like I'm done with that. And now I want to do this. Uh, I don't know because the guys, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really talk to my friends. About like if you find the right person, <laughs> well, so I do, mean, but, is it the per like the right? Do you think that it's more so like, okay, this person's been out here doing crazy shit this whole time, but then now they're dating this person and it's different. Or do you think it's always been in them? Like this person's always wanted something secure and whatever with a girl. And he's always been a good guy. And this person's an F boy and he goes, keep being an F boy. Like, so basically, it's a question you're asking me, like, what changes an F-boy into for a, man. A, yeah, for a non-F-boy? Yeah, yeah, or like, an, well, for the sake of this conversation, or the sake of the clickbait, an asshole into, or does it not happen, in your opinion? I think it happens. I Honestly, I, I, I think it's just, like, love, I guess. Like, when you actually meet somebody that you're, like, because I think, I think what we, we tend to do nowadays is just date and date and date people that you're attracted to. Um, mm hmm and that just becomes repetitive opposed to meeting somebody that you're actually interested in and, and really, and then you catch feelings and you fall in love and then all that shit stops. I see falling in love. So I would agree with you. And I think that for our listeners, the takeaway for this article and what Tia has said and what Joe has said, I think having those honest conversations with yourself about be, if you're actually ready and why these patterns are the way and you can know if you're ready by the patterns your dating patterns if it's like jerk after jerk a-hole after a-hole like you know then it's like okay maybe I need to take some time for myself and maybe I'm not actually ready for the things that yeah. I say I'm ready for because I'm pushing away these great guys like you said to you be single and, for a second <laughs> right and also from Joe's for Joe is saying and I've realized this with so many friends of mine too who've gotten engaged guy friends who've gotten engaged in the last couple of years it's like you don't have to do all these things to change yourself or to try to change him like once the sparks fly it's gonna fly both ways it's not just gonna fly for you to be like oh my god I love him so much but why is he treating me this way and it's not gonna be the other way around either it's like it's gonna fly both ways you're gonna feel really in love they're gonna feel really in love or you're gonna feel really safe and secure and he's gonna be like I'm crazy about this girl and like find that look for that opposed to changing a person and where they are in their life yeah that, totally. that's it all right. That's all. Sweet. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, let's um, – should we bring on Avon? I think this is the perfect time to bring our guest into the podcast. Um, you guys know this man. If you're watching the show, he is one of Rachel's top three men. He just did the fantasy suites. We're going to bring him in right now. Everybody, please welcome Avon to the podcast. Avon, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. How are you? Thank you for having me, guys. It's good to be here. It's nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah. Nice to meet you. We've been watching you every week. Um, before we get into we're going to kind of just jump right into the current um, episodes this week. But before we do, a yeah. little background on you. Where, you. where are you from? Where do you live? And how did you get on to the show? 
um, yeah, so I'm originally from uh, Boston, Massachusetts, but I live in San Diego, California now. I've been out here for about five years. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, I love I love it down here. It's beautiful. Probably never going back. Um, <laughs> and then if I got on the show, um, it's actually kind of a funny story. I got nominated like anonymously, anonymously. So okay. I still like to this day don't know who nominated me. What? Um, yeah, I still don't know. So I actually told um, Mike and Brian this on Talk It Out. Like every time I hang out with a group of friends or like a family member or something, I'm always looking around the room like, which one of you was it? That... How are they not taking credit for this? You made it to the end and they're not even. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'd be telling everybody. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, just, I, you know, I got I got contacted by the show. Um, and then I, you know, had some conversations with my parents and I was like, you know, do you, do you guys think this is a good idea? Blah, blah, blah. And just ended up going through the process. And, you know, now I'm here. And at yeah. the end, was your okay. was your uh, family familiar with the show? Like, did your mom watch the show beforehand? Yeah, I think um, my dad wasn't super big into it, but mom definitely has caught a couple seasons. Um, so she was That's freaking out. She's yeah, she's probably like, "Oh, it's fake. It can't be real." And I'm like, All right, "I don't know." So <laughs> we'll see. They, they, were, they were both excited about it. So how did y'all end up in Salem on your hometown? That's actually a really good question. Um, I grew up in a, in the city over Beverly, Massachusetts, um, mm-hmm. which is like honestly the rival town. Like Salem High School was my rival high school. Oh. So, but when they reached out about my hometowns, they were like, you know, obviously my mom had to fly in for it. Um, mm-hmm. My dad's my dad and his girlfriend have their own place and stuff. So, kind of out of respect for them, we we did it at a public place in Salem. Just gotcha, gotcha. Keep kind of everything civil and you know cordial and everything like that so that's why they chose Salem but I kept telling Rachel on the date I was like listen I'm from Beverly trust me this is not from Salem <laughs> oh so. I'm, a, I'm a real witchy Halloween gal so I was obsessed yeah. I yeah, loved the... everything about it <laughs> yeah I did too I did too I'm like, I want to like, go this time of in year, the fall like, I, love, I know I yeah Salem's a, Salem's a wild place yeah um, I've never been but it, yes seems okay eerie. so you have made it to the fantasy suites you're there. Um, let's talk about when you first, you know, the first couple of weeks of being on the show, obviously it's brand new and you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Um, yeah. <laughs> did you think, at what point did you think like, oh, I, I actually might make it, I might make it to the end of this? That's a good question. I don't, um, I wasn't really thinking about the end. I was kind of just trying to take it week by week with, with Rachel, um, you know, every time we were had an interaction or a date or a connection or time at a cocktail party, we're just trying to progress our relationship. So mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily like week three, like, oh, I think I can make it to the end. Or we were just kind of I was just kind of taking it week by week, day by day with with her. So um, but, yeah, you know, you wake up and it's you're in Mexico. It's fantasy sweet week. And you do say to yourself for one second, you're like, dang, I really got here. Like, you know, the connection must be real. It must be strong. So it's something to kind of hang your hat on. Did you feel like every time you had time with Rachel during the season, your relationship was progressing? I did. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, as you guys all know, there there is times where you can go, you know, four or five days without seeing the person. Um, that's just kind of how the logistics of it works. So there were times where I was like, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen her. You know, I hope everything's kind of remained the same. I hope there's still that, you know, those sparks when we see each other and that kind of stuff. But yeah, up in, you know, to all the way to the end it was it was never a an issue where i thought that things were getting stagnant or anything like that so it was kind of a blessing love do you was there a moment though for you during the season and i feel like every single person has a different 
part. Sometimes it's in the way beginning, sometimes in the middle, sometimes it's towards the end that you were like, I want to fight for this connection because now I feel like the, the feeling has turned for me. I know you guys shared how you feel about each other and said, I love you and everything. But yeah, <clears throat> when was that for you? Um, I would say after the one-on-one date, um, just because that, that one-on-one time that, that I had with Rachel was like so valuable. And I even got to a point, you know, after that, I was like, we're on group dates and stuff. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be on a group date after that. You know what I mean? I was kind of just like, I just want to be with her and spend time with her and have moments with her. So I think after we had that one-on-one time together, um, in Belgium, when I was really like, okay, I want to fight for this. This is, you know, somebody I can see myself with. This is my person. And everything else kind of went out the window. No more. I didn't want to go any more group dates and, you know, speedo events and all that kind of stuff. I was, <laughs> I'm all set. Like, can we just have some one-on-one time? So yeah. you're like, no more cheese, <laughs> Yeah, no more cheese, no more, none of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So you, you wake up, you wake up, you're in Mexico and it's morning of your fantasy mm-hmm. suite night. How are yeah. you preparing mentally, physically what's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, we had a lot of time in there to really talk about, you know, where we were both at, where we where we wanted things to go, um, where she was at, where I was at, like what level our relationship was at. So I think it was so valuable to just get those conversations where you just simply don't have enough time in other environments to have. And yeah, I woke up, you know, we both woke up feeling very good about where we were at. I went first, so I did have the rest of that week to kind of sit down and digest everything. Um, which was tough. I, I tried my best to, you know, not think about her on another fantasy date or obviously that's the reality of it. But, um, yeah, no, it was great. I woke up, I felt good. And I had the rest of the week to kind of think about, you know, everything and, you know, make decisions and stuff like that. So are you glad you you went first or would you have rather gone last? What's the best order? I don't know. Uh, That's a million dollar question. I have no idea. Um, I guess I'm, I was meant to go where I went. I don't, I, I don't think I, I think I would have handled it, you know, how I was supposed to handle it. If I went first, second or third, I don't think the order of it matters. Um, yeah. Just glad to be at that point. You know, did mm-hmm. you, I, I think I, I mean, I know myself, so I'm sure I would have, I would have talked about this. Did you talk to her about like, Hey, like there's two more guys here. Um, yeah. like, how are you feeling towards them? Like, did you bring them up at all in the fantasy suites? Um, I did. I, I, I did. I, you know, I just, it was more so just open-ended questions about, I wanted her to know that I was still, you know, very, very aware that there were two other people involved in this and not to say I was a little bit weary about things, but I just wanted to let her know that like, that is something that you know, is on my mind constantly, you know, where is our relationship at and compared to the others. And I think Rachel always did a great job of reassuring me to focus on just us and not worry about the other two. Um, so she, she was always, you know, from the beginning saying that to me and it, it really helped with, you know, progressing us and me just kind of focusing on us and not worrying about other people. But I did, I did bring it up just, you know, out of human nature, curiosity yeah. type of thing, you know, I'm did always, you... Oh, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, you go. I'm always curious because so I also when I was on the bachelor, I I didn't make it to fantasy suites like when Mm -hmm. the cameras are off and you're with your person. Yeah. 
did you feel, and sometimes I've heard people say both, like, yes, there was a shift or no, it was the exact same, but more intense. So did you feel a shift with you guys? Like once the cameras was gone, it was like, ah, now we can fucking <laughs> This do is crazy. Cause I, I was actually going to add, that was what I was going to ask. Yeah. I, I know you. Wow. I know you that so well. Wow. <laughs> Telepathic over right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. So I actually made a joke. Um, the camera's like locked out of the apartment, the door closed, and I just turned to her and go, hi, I'm Avon. Just like, joke, <laughs> just jokingly. Um, but no, funny. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. funny. <laughs> but no, like, seriously, um, you just like, I feel like the, the cameras go away and um, you just automatically like, are like, all right, I feel like we have so much that we need to, to digest, talk about, like, let's go over everything that's happened so far, where things are going. So it's just so much information on your mind that you want to ask. And, but as far as being the person that you've been the whole time, that was never like, obviously I was still myself. She was still herself. That wasn't the issue at all. We just, we had so much that, that we wanted to talk about, like, you know, more in depth and that was the exciting part. So I'm glad we mm-hmm. got that time together. Yeah, yeah. So it was the same. Nice. Yeah. That's good. That's Absolutely. good. Absolutely. That, that that night, like that first time you get to spend um off off mic and off camera yeah. is just so um it's so crucial because it really is like Yeah. All right, let's let's air everything out right now because we're here. <laughs> like, Absolutely, yeah. We're about to leave this place, potentially leave this place together and try to make it work in the real world. Um yeah. have you now at this point, um you know, after your fantasy suite, are you putting thought into like, how are we actually going to make this work? Like I live in San Diego. She lives where I don't fucking know, but Florida. um, Florida. Is she living in Florida? Okay. So you guys, you're pretty much opposite coasts. Um, Are you thinking about that at all? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like in terms of talking about logistical stuff, like in terms of life. Yeah. We had those conversations. Me, me and Rachel though, we did have a lot of time, up until that point to talk logistically about things. So we had kind of already set aside or aligned our values on, you know, our family, where we wanted to live, you know, oh, with this work. Yeah. So, I mean, there's little moments you get off camera on, on group dates, one-on-one dates where you can kind of be like, Hey, so I know you live in Florida. Like, do you think it'd work in San Diego? That kind of stuff. So yeah, the, I think the fantasy suite was more so conversations about where our relationship was at and where we wanted it to go. Um, and then having that week after fantasy for me going first, I had, you know, a week after to kind of really digest everything. And well, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about mm-hmm. the week after just yourself, like, okay. Okay. Um, internally, were you trying to picture like, how am I, how, like, can I actually make this work? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I took that week to really think about where I felt we were at and if it was something that we wanted away from this if i wanted after the show all that kind of stuff yeah i, I definitely took that week to think about that and it was i, I wanted to be with her you know outside yeah. of everything so cool all right well we can't really talk about this anymore because <laughs> there's still a rose ceremony and you're there but um watching back the did you watch the episode tuesday uh i did yes i did what what do you th- how do you feel about the Rachel Zach situation at this point of what we've seen as viewers. Yeah. You know, in terms of like watching it back, you know, I, I, you know, I wasn't in their fantasy suite, so I don't know what conversations they had or what transpired, but clearly he had like a feeling of, he thought that something changed between the two of them. So it was difficult to watch. I felt bad, obviously going into that rose ceremony, he had a lot on his mind. He looked very stressed out. Um, and I'm sure that was a tough conversation for him. So 
yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad for him, but, you know, that's kind of where their relationship was at. It didn't really have anything to do with me. Um, the tough, yeah. a, a tough decision was going to have to get made at that rose ceremony one way or another. So, yeah, just it was unfortunate mm-hmm. that he had to go about it that way, I guess. <clears throat> yes. Um, from watching it back from the beginning, middle, now we're getting towards the end. Is there anything that really stood out to you? Um, that you were like, oh, I didn't know that happened, or that was really shocking to you, watching it back? You talking about these last two episodes that have happened? No, just overall. Just watching everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, obviously, kind of early on with the whole Hayden drama was um, tough to Uh, watch back. I'll be honest with you guys. I was never... I, I was never really kept in the loop in the drama stuff. I just always was somehow out of it. I'd always, you know, show up to somewhere and then be like, oh, this just happened. And I'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. So to watch mm-hmm. like some of that stuff transpire, especially with the Hayden stuff on the boat, um, I was shocked. I think some of the words that were used and, and things like that, I was I was genuinely Uh-oh. surprised. So I would say I would say more so early on than towards the end. Okay. okay. And and lastly, we're gonna play a game with you, but lastly, did you and Tino say anything to each other when Zach pulled her aside? Uh, I think we did. I don't remember specifically what it was, but I was like, I think I was like, man, I was like, what's going on? And he was like, I have no idea. So mm. we were just both genuinely confused at. Well, I mean, I did not expect that at all. I didn't expect him to to right before she grabs the rose to pull her you know, out of the room. So I, I kind of was just like, man, what, did you do something? Or did I do something? Like, what's, what's where are we at yeah. right now? So, um, yeah, I think that's just like little words like that is what we said to each other. And okay. how's the, how's the relationship between you three? All me, cool. Me, Zach and Tino. Yeah. yeah at that I mean, point, like from yeah, what we were watching. You no, know, I, I've, I got along with everyone on the show. Um, yeah. you know, in terms of personality, it was never, I never looked at it as a competition. This isn't, it wasn't a game. It's not a game. You know, you're trying to vibe with someone's heart. You're trying to see if you have a connection with somebody. So I didn't look at them as competition. I just looked at them as other people. Um, obviously, we had a lot in common. You know, we're all pretty much the same age. So, yeah, that was never an issue at all. I never never saw them as competition or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm so I glad we picked you as an early man. favorite and you stayed consistent the whole time. <laughs> oh, Thank we God. Did. Thank we God. We did. We did, oh, very that, first day we were like, "Oh, Avon is so handsome, and you're a good dude." Thank God we we got one. Uh, you know who I chose? You know who I chose when we went to, through the profiles. Mm-hmm. Eric and Avon. So. I'm I don't sure, remember that. I don't remember I don't that. Remember that. I remember, that. I remember, I remember me that. and Natasha picked Avon. I don't know if you picked Avon. Exactly. We did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate uh, you guys having faith in me from the beginning. Don't but don't buy into their bullshit. It was solely Avon. based no, on looks. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we were we, solely let based on looks. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Also, <laughs> also, um, we have been disappointed. So that's why she is like, oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you for sticking with it, man. Because we have been disappointed in some of our choices, but. Anyways, on. so we're gonna um we're gonna play a little game with you with rapid fire we just want to get okay. to know you a little better and our listeners uh Sounds to get good. you to know you a little better so the first thing that comes to mind avon yep. just spit it out okay yep as a child your dream job was playing the nba oh uh <laughs> do you have any pets i don't 
I was going to say something, but I'm not now. Um, you should, <laughs> look, you should get a dog. <laughs> no, I have, I have been thinking about it. I've been thinking okay. about getting a puppy. So this okay. is probably yeah. I, I don't know why I'm asking this during the game, but I'm I'm curious, and I should ask it up front. What do you do for a living? Um, so I have I, I work in kind of a niche market. I work in textbook publishing. So my company oh. develops like online homework platforms and textbooks for universities. So I manage oh, cool. schools in San Diego and Hawaii. Work with like instructors and professors and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Small, okay. small market, cool. but fun. Yeah, it's it's different. I like it. I'm well, I just dying to make sure you weren't in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm dying to um, get a textbook for schools about mindfulness to children, um, oh. to to kids, to students. So, anyways, that's interesting that you do that. Now you have okay. a connection. There you go. Exactly. Like early childhood development stuff. Yeah, I think we do make books on that actually. Good. See. Good. Okay. I want to read one. All right. Um. What is your go-to pizza order? Um, I always put bacon on it in some way, shape, or form. Um, so I usually just like bacon, but I'll throw some veggies on there too. But yeah, I would just say a bacon pizza, straight bacon, bacon and cheese is, is my is cheese. my order. Bacon and yeah. cheese. I've never heard that one. Very yeah. Very I don't. Unhealthy. I may take back my <laughs> last comment about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pretty much put anything on a pizza, but there has to be bacon on it when I eat it. I don't San know Diego has changed the man from the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I actually, you know what, bacon on a pizza, uh, my dad always used to order bacon, like bacon and pepperoni. And or that, yeah, good. bacon uh, on a buffalo chicken pizza, too, is really good. Or like a meat lover's with bacon on it. Yeah, sign yeah. me up for that. I can, I can get with that. I can't relate. Nat- Natasha's um, like a red flag. She's vegan, <laughs> yeah, right. vegetarian, so no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Um, so your current screensaver on your phone is what? Kobe. Bryant. Oh. Nice. Kobe Bryant, yeah. Oh, we love that. My guy. R.I.P. 24. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> Do you have any hidden talents? <laughs> um, I can juggle. Oh, oh. kind of basic. I can juggle. Um, like what though? Like tennis balls? Like pretty much like... anything. Anything that's like normal size. Like stuff that's on fire. Can you no, show? I, can't, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do like fire or knives or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Have, I don't have anything <laughs> handy right now. But yeah, I mean. Damn. Okay, yeah. we want to see that. Um, I would say juggling. Juggling. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite curse word? <laughs> curse word. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Um, I say shit a lot. I would say shit. The whole, the, I, I swear to God, every guy they must have cast, their favorite curse word is shit on the yeah. season. It's like, crazy. holy shit. Uh, what yeah. the shit? I don't know. Shit. I would say shit. It's very universal. <laughs> what is your zodiac sign? I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <laughs> it's usually the reaction I get when I say that. So. <laughs> it's interesting because... I don't know that we've seen such a scorpion side to you on the show. Interesting. I'd be interested to know your other two, your your rising and your moon sign. I'm not like big into horoscope stuff. So yeah. when, I, when I say Scorpio, I get so many different reactions. People are like, ah, oh, they're like, oh, that's so interesting. Oh, like, and I'm, yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't really, know. that's very interesting. Very I don't interesting. know what it entails. It entails, I'm, I won't get into it. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Who from your season will be at your wedding? one day oh that's a good question um i got so many uh, so many good friendships from the show um very close with, i know you guys probably don't remember but matt he went out like week two um like the shorter light skin kid um oh yes matt I do matt 
he lives in San Diego. So we've been able to kind of, you know, connect a little bit. Um, say Matt, Tyler, I'm very close with Mario, very close with Spencer, very close with, um, nice. and I'd say Nate, probably those five or six. Nate, Nate Spencer, Mario, yes. Tyler, Matt. Yeah. I met Nate this weekend. He's very oh, nice. Did you? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's right. Nate and Ethan. I met Ethan. We had Ethan on the podcast and then yep. I met him. They were together. Love yeah. Ethan too. Love everyone. <laughs> yeah. Nice guy. Okay. What's your favorite go-to karaoke song? Oh, I'm not a big karaoke guy. Um, <laughs> You're honest, like no song. <laughs> I don't know. Any, I, can, anything I would have judged you if you said you were a big karaoke guy. <laughs> big karaoke you, guy over <laughs> here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of a Drake stan, so I could probably sing front to back every Drake song ever made. So oh. put a Drake song on, I'll probably, I can probably rap it or sing it. Okay, Drake. I love that. All right. Pretty um, basic. Kiki, do you love me? Are you singing that to Rachel in the Fantasy Suites? <laughs> I, might, I, may, I may have. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last one. What is something that's on your bucket list? Um, I've always wanted to go to Japan, Tokyo, and specifically. Nice. Which is, yeah, my dad's been before, so that's like my bucket list place to go. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo, Japan. I've heard amazing, I've amazing there. things. I've been there once. It was incredible, and I can't wait to go back. It's yeah, just, I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about that place, so yeah. excited to check it out. Mm-hmm. Amazing city. Um, yeah. All right, before we let you go, can you tease anything about the finale? Just a few words. Yeah. Um, well, how would you describe it? Tell us something. Uh, whew. <laughs> I have I don't know. I kind of just don't have words for it. I'm going to be watching it watching it next week with with the rest of the world. So Oh. Um, I would say You don't have words sho- for it. I would, shocking or um eventful. Oh. Uh, eventful. Ev- eventful a good word? Yeah, eventful. Yeah. Shocking. A good word. yeah. Emotional. Emotional. I would okay. say those those three. Yeah. I have a it, question. Yeah. Wait a minute. And I meant to ask this earlier watching this back and seeing Gabby's uh, journey, Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts about that? Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, when we got to the middle portion of the season, things kind of just went split. So I didn't see obviously much of what's going on. So to watch it back, I mean, her, her journey, her experience, I think has been completely different from Rachel's. They, they truly both had their own, personal situations that they had to go through and, and different circumstances and stuff like that. So it's, it's been, you know, interesting to watch, um, you know, and I'm really, really hoping everything works out for Gabby. Um, in the and end. Are, are you close with any of her guys? Yeah, I am. Nate, I, I Nate, Mario, I was close to Spencer. Um, well, I'm sorry. All Gabby's guys, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. The final guys, her final guys. That's what oh, I the final The guys? ones that are still there. Yeah. Yeah. I, me and Eric are cool. I, mm-hmm. I like Eric a lot. Um, okay. Very stand-up guy, very, very nice, very genuine. So I, I got along with Eric very, very well, yes. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. And let's say you're not, we don't know, you could be with Rachel, you could be engaged, we have no idea. Um, if you were single at the end of this, would you consider going on Paradise? Would you consider if to be The Bachelor if they asked? Um, I mean, I'm just not thinking about that kind of stuff. Still, okay. uh uh oh, uh oh, ain't right. thinking about it. Uh oh, ain't thinking about it. Um, we'll see. I mean, I don't know if those opportunities. Ooh, what does that mean? Who knows? I don't know, but the man is prepped, so something happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why do you have so much training? <laughs> try, my, try my, try my best here, guys. <laughs> All well, right, you Aiden. did good. Thank you thank so you, much. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. thank you for coming on. 
Of uh, course. It was great to meet you, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you guys for having me. Really nice to meet you guys. Yes, yeah, nice cool. to meet you too. Bye. Bye. Oh boy. Okay. Mm. That was Zaven, everyone. That was Zaven. An I'll unproblematic king. An unproblematic you... king. We love you. <laughs> what do you think? What do, what do you th- What do you guys think? Do you think he's with Rachel or no? Can I just say I want him to be? You could because like I want, want him to be like I like that'd be so cute. Like he he really I mean I get like you know we were talking about the nice guy. Maybe Zach was a little too nice and maybe Tino's just a little too like caring about himself. And maybe Avon's just the right mix. You know what I think? What do you think? I think he's the next bachelor. Mm. I'm gonna say it here. That's what I think. If he's not if he's not with Rachel, that'd be really nice. But I feel like the people who we always want to be the bachelor never is. Yeah, it seems too safe and too obvious. Like people would I, want it, so then that he won't be. So then they won't I, do it. I think he'd be an amazing bachelor. Because he actually seems like a stand-up guy. He has a he has a job, thank God. Um a job. Yeah. And he seems like he actually like he said like the key thing that he said in this podcast to me was he focused on his relationship and that's what i tried to do i did not get all in my head about all these other relationships and this this, is i had to keep focused on mine and i think that's how i was able to just be normal i guess throughout the whole thing and i feel like his journey was with rachel was the most almost like normal Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like a real relationship yeah, I think so. I mean, those are that's usually what happens. Like all the people, usually the the guys that are there or women that are there at the end, are have a very similar trajectory as Avon, where it's like we have this like normal, cool relationship that's been growing every week, mm. and I don't really pay that much attention to the drama. There's at least one of them. There's one. There's yeah. one. There's normally <laughs> yeah. one, and I like yeah. that. And but that one is normally not the bachelor. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, guys, uh, that was great. Good to see yeah. you guys after this yeah. lovely holiday weekend. Uh, a lot of fun, and we'll see. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the new house next week. Oh, oh yeah. Can't wait we, to see. Will we get another wall? It'll be, okay, my office is bigger in the other, in the new house. So it'll just be more white walls that you'll see. <laughs> but eventually they will have wallpaper on them. Okay, yes. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much to our listeners. And thank you to Avon for being here. And make sure to catch After the Final Rose Part 1 next Tuesday on ABC or Hulu. Yes, and subscribe, submit all your questions. We want to know what clickbait you want us to get into next week, the week after, the week after that. Follow us at clickbaitbn on Instagram, and all the links to our Twitter, to all our socials are on that page. And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you guys are looking at this week. Clickbait is available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you guys listen. You can listen ad-freeze by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. We will see you guys next week. 